0: was driving one day and was driving up to a train track and did not see the bars come down to alert that a train was coming until I was right up on top of them and realized I had basically lost all my peripheral vision and at that time I decided I couldn't drive
1: any longer. By the time I was 15 and had my driver's permit, I was taking my mom to work in Maryville before I would go to high school in the morning. So I would leave my house about 6.30 so that I could drive the half an hour to take her to work and still make it back to school by the time I started at 7.30. When I turned 16 and I had my license, I pretty much began doing a lot of running for the family. I helped a lot with groceries and just miscellaneous running that needed to be done because she couldn't do it anymore. And so that fell on me a lot. It never really felt like a burden because I grew up with it. It was just kind of a way of life for me. It was just kind of what you did. You just, you watched for steps for mom and you went and and got the groceries for her or drove her to work or whatever needed to be done.
0: My name is Andrea Burns and I'm a registered nurse. I'm a mom of three. On April 20th, 2008, I was sitting in church and I went to look upward and had extreme pain in the upper part of my eyes. And at that point, had no idea what was going on. Actually thought maybe I was having a stroke or an aneurysm or something. And ended up in the ER, and um, they did a CAT scan at that time, and saw a lot of swelling in my brain and didn't know what it was. So the next day, I followed up with the eye doctor, and he felt like I needed to see a specialist, but in the meantime, started me on some medicine to help with it. So I couldn't get in the specialist for like another week, and then when I did so, Um, The medicine, which are steroids, had kicked in, and the swelling had come down, and my eyesight seemed to be doing better, um, and the pain was resolved. Um, So then the medicine ended in a few days, and I immediately started to have vision loss and had to follow up with the specialist, at which time this roller coaster of the past 10 years began.
1: I don't remember a lot from that time, and I wasn't really old enough that they told me a lot of what was going on, but I remember being on a trip with my grandma and getting the call that my mom was back in the hospital, and just thinking, what now? What What again has happened that she's she's back there again? <laughs> I remember going to visit my mom in the hospital in St. Louis, and her taking out her IVs and sneaking her out of the hospital just so that she could get some real food and walking across the street to Panera to get her some real food so that she didn't just have to eat hospital food.
0: The next steps were to do a bunch of tests to try to determine what was going on so I had a very painful spinal tap um, which is where they put a needle in your back to determine if I had MS or some other sort of genetic disease. Um, and they did a bunch of blood work, and um, I ended up having seven brain MRIs, and they ended up coming up with the diagnosis of optic neuritis, which meant the nerves in my eyes were basically dying. Um, and They thought that it was related to some virus that I probably had that the cells in my body rejected themselves and so the good cells died and so after that um, we started a whole medication regimen trying to figure out some way to trick my cells into flipping and so I went on several anti-rejection meds just like what would be prescribed if a patient had a transplant and um Those did not seem to work. Every time I became ill or had any kind of minor cold, I would again lose more of my vision. And um, I was on one anti-rejection med and was sitting at a Christmas party and had severe stomach pain and didn't feel right and ended up in the ER and found out that the medicine was affecting my liver and my liver levels were sky high. And they were afraid I was going to lose my liver. So that medicine got stopped right away. And I then started on oral chemo, again, trying to flip the cells. And after being on it for a year and a half, felt like um, I just couldn't fight anything. And I was just drained all the time. And uh, my husband and I prayed over it and decided it was time to end all the medicines except the steroids, um, which I did December 15th of 2015 and have been just on steroids since. In the first couple of years, um, I felt like it decreased a lot and, you know, praise God it's been stagnant the last couple of years and things have stayed pretty stable. Um, When I talk to the eye doctor, just like as everyone else does, gets older, your vision changes and he's concerned that when I have just normal age vision changes that that could affect me more. Um, so right now I'm just happy with how it is, but I expect that it could decrease.
1: I definitely remember at one point um, overhearing my parents talk about looking into schools for the blind and what it would cost to have a service dog and where we would find one and just the fear that, that she definitely could go blind, and that was definitely a, a Good possibility at some point.
0: The doctors had told us that and things were going very quickly. Um, We met with a gentleman who um, organized a school for the blind in Indiana for middle-aged folks to try to figure out how to function and basically it was a school that you would have to go and live at to learn how to use a stove and how to get dressed and how to just function in activities of daily living um, without being able to see. So we definitely thought that was um, a potential. Um, I looked into Braille and looked into many different ways through computers um, to be able to do things without my site and fortunately did not have to pursue any of those. My current diagnosis is I really don't have any vision in my right eye and my left eye, um, I can see straight ahead but I have no peripheral or depth perception um, in the left eye. One big example of my vision deficit is that everything looks flat. So when someone looks out and sees a bicycle in front of a tree, in front of a house, in front of the sky for me it looks like the bicycle is in the tree which is in the house which is in the middle of the sky um, because there's just no depth there so fortunately I had my vision long enough that my brain knows what that should look like but if I just look out um, that's not what it appears to me so that's one of the toughest things. I definitely think that my sense of smell is um, is stronger with not having as good a vision. I used to feel like my hearing was um, better, but I don't feel like that anymore. I think it's just average. So as unusual as it is, um, my physician in St. Louis only has one other patient that has this exact same diagnosis. And she too is a nurse um, in St. Louis, which makes you wonder if we were exposed to something, but who knows. Um, Unfortunately for her, they did not capture what was going on with her quick enough and get her on the right medicines and she is um, completely blind and uses um, a guide dog at all times. One thing that I really wish is that there were stronger support groups for diseases like this. Um, There's no clinical trials right now just because they have not been able to figure out anything to do to trial. Um, but it'd be great to talk with others in this same situation and figure out other things that they use just to make their life more successful. The bummer is that I feel like I can't deliver patient care anymore because I don't feel like it's safe. I can't read medications and start IVs um, with the clarity that I had, and so I've had to move away from that. The bonus is that being in a medical Um, system they're very aware of how to help people with disabilities and so they've been able to work with me with computers and things that I need to do my job um, so that I'm still employed even with the deficits. Probably my biggest fears are Number one, um, not being able to work any longer because I'm the main breadwinner in our house and um, kind of creates who I am through my job, so that would be really tough. I'm concerned about um, as I get old, if my husband um, gets in poor health or passes before me, what would happen to me? Um, because I can't imagine probably being able to function on my own. So does that mean I would have to go to a nursing home or something like that? Um, Right now, one of my biggest struggles is just when I want to go and do things or do things on my own. Um, That's not really a possibility just because of not being able to drive. Um, I'm very fearful of not being able to see my kids walk down the aisle, that's always been a big deal, um, that I wanna be able to see those details. And um, right now, any details are difficult to see, so
1: I'm concerned about that. I think the biggest fear for me is just that I want her to be able to see everything that happens in my life. I want her to be able to watch me walk down the aisle, and. Um, to see her first grandchild and it's just little things like that that a lot of people I think take for granted that it really scares me that she won't be able to she won't be able to see